Now, then Prabhupada continues, in the conditioned state, sometimes devotional service and the conditional service in relation to the body will parallel one another. You know, it's when, when your spiritual life is not at all mm, uh, crossed by what you do to maintain body and mind uh, together. It goes parallel. It is very harmonious. There is no disturbance. Mm. But then again, sometimes the activities become opposed to one another. As far as possible, a devotee is very cautious so that he does not do anything that could disrupt his wholesome condition. He knows that perfection in his activities depends on his progressive realization of Krishna consciousness. However, sometimes it may be seen that a person in Krishna consciousness commits some acts which may be taken as most abominable socially or politically. But such a temporary fall down does not disqualify the person. Uh, so uh, let us summarize. Uh, we uh, have been answering to a call, a spiritual call, and we try uh, to do everything as good as we can. However, mm, there is still this, uh, this, this conditioned side, this unenlightened human uh, nature, which is creating an obstacle for us so that sometimes we find ourselves almost acting against our noblest interest, or almost acting against our ideals of what we wish our life to be. And then uh, many times devotees become disappointed, I've seen, and after some time they say, anyways, it's useless. However, <coughs> yes, if we are Mm. Uh, uh, coming into the perspective of Krishna, it's, it's, it looks different. Mm. Krishna gives an explanation about how he came to speak this verse. Uh, uh, that even if someone uh, slips and does something which is abominable, in Krishna's eyes he's still a saint because he's properly situated. Krishna says, see, my nature is to be attached to my devotee. And that attachment to my devotee does not wane or become smaller, even if I see that my devotee has become a sinner. Be of bad conduct, violent habits, a thief or adulterer, if he worships me and me alone, ignoring the other paths of karma and jnana, with no desire other than to please me, that person is my devotee, a sadhu, 
whom I quickly raised to the highest standard of pure devotion. Uh, very, 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 very nice. Um, Krishna doesn't give up on us, even when we might give up on us, our own selves. He, he, because he has an attachment to anyone who goes on this. Then Arjuna listens to Krishna and he says, Krishna, wait a minute. I mean, if he does these bad things, how can such a devotee person be called a devotee? And Krishna answers, you must know it's his devotional qualities. They are what define him as a devotee and make him respectable. In other words, it's not what he does bad that defines him. It, in Krishna's eyes, he has no place to see the bad thing as in his devotees. It's, it's, it, it, it does, he doesn't see it like maybe we don't see oxygen in the air or something. You know, we, we just can't see it. So, so that, that is my opinion. And I am the ultimate authority on Dharma and Bhakti. So, if one ignores my conclusion, that would be offensive against me. <laughs> Arjuna tries to understand, okay, Krishna says, if someone does something good in devotional service, then Krishna overlooks what he does bad. Someone is defined by his spiritual activities in Krishna's eyes and not his material slips. So he asks, well, that means he should be considered a devotee to the degree that he worships you and as a non-devotee to the degree that he sins. And Jonas is thoughtful. Okay, he has done 8% of his activities something good but uh, 92 is not good, 90. so he is 8%, there is a devotional aspect in him, but 92 degrees percent, he is a fallen person. So Krishna hears Arjuna and then answers, no! He should be considered a complete devotee always. And you should disregard his faults altogether. Because of his firm conviction, such a devotee, although fallen, will have this sincere determination. I may go to hell for my sins and for my attachment to them, but never will I give up the service of my Lord. And Krishna speaks the next verse. Chipramavati Dharamatma Shashvat Chantim Nigatshati Konteya Pratijanihi Name Bhakta Pranashyati. He quickly becomes righteous. Okay, in other words, and attains lasting peace, O son of Kunti. Therefore, declare it boldly that my devotee will never perish. 
wow this is a strong dose are you are you with Krishna I mean are you understanding his logic he says he is defined by uh, if he does some bhakti it means he is a devotee he's not defined by his non-bhakti things in, in his eyes so so Arjuna tries to understand but then he he just he just can't go with Krishna's logic any longer. He asks, how can you accept the worship of such a sinful person or eat even the food and drink the water which he is offering you with a heart contaminated by lust and anger? And Krishna answers, yeah, because that person quickly becomes righteous. And there is another verse, it says, I don't uh, judge or don't, don't value the devotee according to what he does now, but I value him according to what he will do later. In other words, Krishna says, it's in, in that verse, I don't necessarily uh, am thankful for gifts that are given to me now at present. I'm thankful for the gifts that I give, will be given to me in the future. Wow, this is really a divine perspective, which spans over a time in which we have no insight that is the future. Krishna knows the future. Um, so, so, uh, he becomes righteous. This means, Vishwanachakavati Thakur says, Krishna thinks like this, My devotee remembers me, and he repents, he's sorry for what he does wrong, and by this one quality, he's immediately purified. Krishna speaks about this also in the Bhagavatam. There is a verse in the Bhagavatam, the 11th canto, that when a devotee accidentally, mind the point, accidentally mm, uh, sins, then the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is situated in everyone's heart, immediately takes the bad karma. He takes the, mm, the sinful reactions away. This is how much Krishna is attached to his own people. Wow, you really sound like in Vindavan, you know, the cuffing concept. <laughs> in Vindavan it's always, oh. So, the devotee laments in this way, oh, what an unfortunate sinner I am. I'm so fallen. Again, I have smeared the good name of the Vaishnavas. Over and over again, the devotee feels complete disgust for his past acts. Mm. Uh. And uh, there's an example how a devotee may still suffer the mm, influence of, you know, his conditioned nature and he sincerely repents it. He doesn't enjoy that. He feels like, oh, ah, 
have smeared again the name of the devotee. And an example is given. When you, when you are sick and you take medicine, the medicine does not work immediately. For instance, I'm, I'm, I stopped taking vitamin C for some time. There was no need. And uh, seeing that it's a little cold and damp, and this is the time when, when, when one gets sick with cold, I started to take very regularly the day before yesterday my uh, vitamin C. Now I still have the symptoms of a little sneeze. I don't have cold, I'm not ill, but it's, if I'm not careful now, I could become a little ill. So, so I still have the symptoms, mucus in the nose, but because I've taken my vitamin C bomb, <laughs> you know, it's a complex of various vitamin C's. Uh, it is sure that in one or two days I will be completely uh, uh, healed and what I experience now should not be taken very serious, the, the residues of illness. Similarly, as Bhakti enters a devotee's mind, his past sinful actions are irrelevant and every trace of lust and anger are as insignificant as the bite of a toothless snake. Mm. So, mm, mm, mm. Uh, Arjuna says, My dear Krishna, I just can't. What will this, what will Bhakti, everyone will laugh or, or avoid Bhakti because you are protecting the devotee even when he does something wrong. What will the world say? You know, we all know when, uh, when uh, a devotee is, sorry, if you cover up for someone and someone's mistake, you are also guilty, no? Imagine under your, when you know it and uh, in your under your supervision, certain people who are under your guidance uh, do things which are really wrong and you don't say anything, you don't correct them, you don't bring it to the attention of, uh, of, 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 of others, then, then this is a problem. Even the new Pope, I forget, Giovanni, uh, is his name Giovanni? Francis, sorry, Francis, he is attacked now because, by some section because in his church during his reign some bishops behaved very bad towards children, you know, child abuse. And, and it goes also to the Saint Francis, to the Pope Francis, because he must have known about it, but he did not bring this to the attention of the police and so on and therefore he has some, some amount of criticism there. I hope I get it right, I sometimes mix things up but that's how I understood it. it the, the example to become fallen. Then Arjuna says, but this is very bad for your social media, Krishna. <laughs> Critical people will neither accept 
nor respect your argument. Then Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says, mm. uh, Krishna now sees that Arjuna is concerned for his Krishna's uh, reputation and therefore he encourages him. He said, listen to me, Konteya. Beat a drum as loud as that the sound goes up to the heavenly planets. March boldly into the assembly of those squabblers. Vanadivitya Bhushana said that Smriti Brahmanas, you know. And before their very eyes, throw your hands in the air and fearlessly declare that my devotee, the devotee of the Supreme Lord, although a sinner, does not perish, but rather he reaches supreme perfection. When you defeat their arguments and deflate their pride, they will accept you as their guru. My dear devotees, what goes on here in Krishna's mind? There are two things which we need to understand in order to understand how Krishna is so kind to his devotees. The first thing is that Krishna says, if my devotee is situated on the path, what does this mean? This means that despite the failure of the devotees, despite his success or failure in his spiritual life, Krishna says he is always going I can see he's trying to go, sometimes crawl <laughs> in my direction and for this I love him. He is not attached to jnana or karma or to other paths but he uh, <coughs> come hell or high water I think they say in English uh, whatever may be the case the devotee does not give up uh, to offer the Lord some 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 service. Mm -hmm. This service which the devotee does needs to be done with some uh, attraction for Krishna. Mm -hmm. In the previous verse Krishna said if something is offered with bhakti I I take take this very uh, uh, I, I eat it I do not eat that which is offered with personal motives I want to eat something I want to eat it afterwards I sometimes you know when we are in our uh, when, when we are very quickly have to do something and then the devotee goes to offer some food I always say slow down now don't just throw the plate before the altar because it has to be done just reset your system and offer this with as much affection or love which you can do at the moment to Krishna then only he will accept it otherwise it's as good as not offering the food Having mentioned with devotion, the Lord says, I accept what is offered with devotion. Mm. So, in this way, mm, uh, this is what 
is the first point. When you are, even if you are not able to maintain all your ideals which you may have mm, formulated to yourself or to Krishna during this beautiful festival, mm, if you try to do as good as you can with devotion, then Krishna considers you a devotee. What is his logic here? He says, in due course of time, uh, uh, we should, uh, uh, the, 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 you will become perfect. I really feel, my dear devotees, a, a devotee does not always judge a person by how he is now, but he looks what is the intention of the person. And all of you, all of you or, and, and others, you may not now be perfect. You may do sometimes things where you ask yourself, why did I have to do that? But you're, uh, as long as you take to this mm, medicine of offering something with as much devotion as you are able to do, if you have these short moments of devotion in all of your lives, Krishna thinks, well, he, has a med he takes the medicine. Very soon he is, he is free from the fever. Or like we used to do in the old times. He stands under the shower. Now, very soon, all the dirt which is there on his body will be washed away. Let us not uh, 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 criticize him because he stinks at the moment. Mm -mm. Oh. I'm sorry, because he smells aggressively at the moment. <laughs> um, I have to say it a little nicer. Uh, let us understand he's in the process. But you must take care that within your days there are these moments of devotion. This is very important. Like yesterday in this very nice play of Syamananda uh, Surabi, uh, rem remember, uh, this person did something without devotion for the whole life. Then, mm, due to changing circumstances, he did his offering with devotion. He read with devotion. He chanted with devotion. And that was uh, accepted by Krishna. And, uh, do you remember how uh, he was offering with devotion and Krishna was next to him and he would took from the plate? No? Uh, it's these short moments of devotion. Please don't lament that life is demanding of you um, so many things. Maybe you, are, you have to work, maybe you are a mother who has to educate the children and spend a constant time with the children. Maybe you are just coming to Krishna consciousness and you feel you have to finish your academic career or your artistic career and so on. Um, whatever is the situation, try to have a moment of pure bhakti. And pure bhakti means that you are only exclusively 
doing in that time which you do uh, bhakti activities. I think this is such a good message for, for, for uh, let us say, for concluding this festival, because very often we become depressed uh, since we cannot do the quantity um, uh, services. We cannot maybe read as long as we want. We cannot maybe give in the morning time uh, two hours for chanting. And uh, in this way we feel depressed and we somehow squeeze in our sadhana um, in the midday uh, pause or in the evening when we are already very, very, very down mm, with our energy. My dear devotees, Krishna needs this element of bhakti. And if you just do uh, things out of duty, out of uh, the reason uh, that you want to complete everything, or if you do uh, things uh, not at all, like also this happens also on the devotional path with some of us. Mm. Yeah, it's it's the, the last the, the the first thing is a little bit better. You're trying to do at least something and not ignore Krishna completely. But really, you must know he wants these moments of devotion from you. I remember this connection, uh, 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 an illustrative story which I have told already once or twice. It's about Maharaj Janaka, the father of Maitili, Mother Sita. And uh, Maharaj Janaka was a, a Raja Rishi, a saintly king. When his time came, there was the Vishnu Dutas came with the Vimana to take him. And the Vimana somehow, I don't know why, flew past the hellish planets. So Marajanaka heard the screams of the sinners who were lamenting because of the tortures that were inflicted upon him. And he felt such compassion that he told the captain of the Vimana to just put him before the gates of Samyamanipur, the town of Yamaraj, the, the, the hell. And he sat down there and he started to chant. When Yamaraj was informed that Maharaj Janaka on his return back to Godhead had made a detour and was now sitting before the doors of his uh, entry gate. He immediately came out to greet this great Mahajan, this great personality. And after exchanging a few words of greeting, Maharaj uh, uh, Janaka said, I don't think I will continue on my journey back home, back to Godhead. No, said Yamaraj. Why not? Why not? Well, how can anyone ignore the screams of these people who are tortured in hell? I, I just can't continue. I will be with them. I will try to uh, heal their wounds. I will soothe their mentality. Oh, said Yamaraj, said, uh, don't say this. These are really sinful people. They have murdered, they have 
committed terrible sins. No, no, I, 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 I can't go. Is there any way how you, how I can serve these people so that they're free from suffering? I really think you are you are overdoing it with your compassion. These are you know these are people who have raped the wife of their gurus. You know they are really very very bad people. Yeah, but they did so under the influence of Maya, strong influence of Maya. No. Well, if you are insisting, said Yamaraj, then give them the benefit which you had during one of your mornings when you worshipped Lord Ramachandra and you cried in ecstasy and you were glorifying him. That is enough to, to free the whole um, hellish situation for, for all of them. So yeah, Janaka was of course very ready to do this and uh, at this moment of devotion, when he was there in a devotional space, he's always in a devotional space, but just the, the story is about this, is enough to do away with a lot of bad reactions. My dear devotees, when you leave, look for those moments in devotion moments when you are there for Krishna and you are consciously with your mind fixed on him doing something for his pleasure. You could, it could be in the kitchen when you cook the meal. Don't think at that time, oh, and after the offering I will eat. For a moment forget that and think, I will cook the best meal now which I have ever done for Krishna. This moment is what Baladev Vidya Bhushana uh, talks about when he says, that's when the Lord eats. That's when the Lord, when he sees this bhakti, accepts whatever it is that you may be doing. Yeah. So Krishna is so much attached to this one moment in the life of the devotee that he says, this moment is enough to make him very quickly alright. Chibram, what is the verse? Chibram bhavati dharmatma, shashvat shantim nigachati, konteya pratijani hi, name bhakta pradashati. No? He quickly, this devotee, quickly becomes righteous, righteous, and attains lasting, everlasting peace. O son of Kunti, please. Declare it boldly, my devotee will never ever be destroyed. Because of this one moment, or, or more moments, of course, you know, these moments. So I, I want to say this that sometimes I feel uh, when I talk to devotees that their practice has degenerated into something that where they just want to tick off the sadhan sheet. You know, I did this, I did this, I did this, okay, I kept my promises, um, and so on. And they forget that Krishna only wants bhakti. 
and when, <coughs> but when these devotees do things with bhakti, oh, they become so inspired and so inspiring. Oh, we saw this yesterday with our cook, the, the teacher, you know, who's teaching in the school every day. How, how, you know, she was just so inspired about making this, 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 this huge cake. I heard it was fantastic um, for, for the deities and for the pleasure of the devotees, really. And, and how she was so, wow, so energetic and so overbordering enthusiastic. Enthusiasm was overbordering, you know. Hat alle Grenzen gesprengt. So, this is a little bit my uh, uh, inspiration for all of you. I do hope you can uh, find the essence when you're home. You go, okay, no one should look at you. You go before the altar and you chant as if you mean it, for instance. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, please engage me in your service. You go into the kitchen maybe and and make a simple roasted banana. Even I can do that. Uh, roasted, you put banana with a little oil in the pan and roast it, throw it, if you, but if you're not so confident, turn it with a spoon and then, um, uh, you know, uh, say this is for Krishna, this, this roasted banana is the best um, preparation, you know. Or when you give a lecture, give for Krishna, if you take, you know, just these moments of devotion. And these are the moments that will bring you into everlasting uh, peace and everlasting pleasure just by the power of bhakti this is what I wanted to, to say I have come to the end of my little message I know it was the symbol but uh, I feel it is essential uh, let me see if we have any questions amongst you then we we will end Actually, I must take them. Yes, Karuneshwari from London, actually. No, from, from England, from England, yes. We have a microphone for you. Thank you for the fast marriage. So I was thinking, we can understand what you're saying, that Krishna never stops viewing us as his devotee and when we make mistakes or fail in some way, and at the same time, it seems that sometimes Krishna seems to make himself like, less available to us when we are off track. And I'm trying to understand, is that a corrective situation for us to realize that even though Krishna is not stopping viewing me as his devotee, still something needs to be changed internally. It's not a cheap thing. And that you can feel that Krishna has actually become more distant from you in those times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, uh, this question is dealt with um, by Srila Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur in Madhurya Kadambini. Um, see, Bhakti, there are always many perspectives and many 
layers and you need to be a, uh, read a little to understand. Uh, he talks of a devotee who chants but commits offenses like Vaishnava Aparat. <coughs> At that time Krishna actually does move a little in the distance and he gives the example of a master you know, who has servants and one of the servants chooses to become uh, yeah, aggressive towards the master and in words not, he doesn't speak of beating the master but uh, and, and, and he talks bad about him and he's really uh, uh, not respectful any longer the master will still maintain him so that he has a meal a day or two two meals a day and has a place to sleep but he will really reduce his care to the minimum and this is when we feel as devotees that now Krishna has moved in the distance uh, still we breathe we eat we walk we can do our activities, but nevertheless the Lord has moved in the distance. Don't we know this even in human relationships? The, there is, uh, when we are in the family, maybe we have heard our mother, mother or our father, we've really heard them and, and they maintain us, but we know they are not inviting us for walks, they're not inviting us for talks, we are just, uh, uh, we are maintained from the distance. Mm. So yes, that is a fact, that is a fact. Prabhupada also addresses uh, this question uh, of Krishna going in the distance. Oops, sorry, that, that was, the book came down. No one should take advantage of this verse and commit nonsense and think that he is still a devotee. If he does not improve in his character by devotional service, then it is to be understood that he is not a very high devotee. <laughs> so yes, that's a slightly different point. Um, uh, yes, Krishna goes in the distance. but. Karuneshwari is the experience of all devotees if the devotee who has misbehaved again turns to Krishna then Krishna is immediately there I'm, I'm reading at this time the poetry of Sudas a great devotee and he uh, at the time of his death uh, was told the devotees please put me on the in the dust of Vrindavan and put me with my face down uh, usually you sit with the face up and look in the sky but he wanted to be put with his face into the dust so one other devotee came by and asked Sudas you are lying in a very unusual posture why don't you lie with, uh, on your back you know and Sudas 
then sang one of his last songs. It's not his very last song. I found also his last song, which he wrote. Yesterday I found it. But um, he sang another song. He said, sang, Krishna is the Lord of our heart. He always takes care of us like a good king takes care of his citizens. But when he finds that his devotee turns away from him, then Krishna walks only on the side of the devotee, and in the back of the devotee, not in front so that the devotee can see him. He removes himself from the front. He's still there a little bit on the side and in the back, but not in the front of the eyes. However, if Krishna sees that that devotee who had turned away from him now turns fully to him, Krishna comes from the side and dances with joy in front of the devotees again. So now I'm giving up my body. Uh, I want Krishna to be in front of me. And that's why I'm with my eyes and nose in the dust of Vrindavan Dham. Because Vrindavan is also one form of Krishna. Yamuna Devi is considered to be the spine of Krishna. Spine is very important. So, yes. Uh, you will be surprised, every one of you, when you can see I did a mistake and you, you need to repent it. If you repent it, the fire of repentance burns away the mistake. And then you turn to Krishna. He's immediately there. It's amazing. He doesn't go, oh, Salah, I'm so hurt. I cannot talk to you for one year. Uh, you know, and so on. Oh, I'm so sulky. I'm so much in man and anger with you. No. No, immediately, clack, he's there because he, <laughs> he, he loves us. He loves his devotees. Wonderful question. Karuneshwari, the mother of Vilasini Radha. <laughs> and you go by the, the old name, it's normal. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Yes, so, anyone else? Vishaka, Hare Krishna Vishaka. So if I understand properly, it's actually uh, everything about our... Uh, oh. So if I am... I would like to understand properly. So it's uh, everything about our attention. So if we do mistakes uh, unconsciously, mm -hmm. then Krishna is taking this like you was telling us. Mm -hmm. But if we are not conscious, so it's everything about our uh, consciousness. It's very much for, like you say, yes, it's all about our intention. And that's the, that's, that's the difficult part in bhakti, to have the proper intention. When you make mistakes and you don't, you know, you, you don't think, okay, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, modern times, you know, my neighbor also does the same thing. Uh, he's, then Krishna is disappointed, but if you do, you go, oh no, I did this again. And, you know, then Krishna 
sees the intention is good, but weak heart, the heart is a little weak at the moment. And when you are uh, vice versa, if you do your bhakti, but you have no intention to please Krishna, it's not really accepted by Krishna. I mean, it's better than not doing anything at all, but Bhaktivinotakura says you can't practice bhakti out of fear, no, out of uh, a sense of duty, I must do this, otherwise I fail, and something third. You the only way you can practice bhakti is with some attach attachment and attraction to Krishna. I, I say to devotees, all the devotees nowadays, find out the place where you can be enthusiastic and strengthen that and you will see everything else will come back to you. Uh, find, uh, uh, you know, find, in other words, your, your bliss in Krishna consciousness, I'm saying it like that there was a saying in the 60s, find your bliss of what? Follow your bliss. Yeah, follow your bliss or something. I, I forgot. Find where you really can do something for Krishna. For me, for instance, I like to do japa, but I, somehow I, I notice when I give japa retreats that many devotees do not really find great pleasure in it. Uh, but they like deity worship. They like to worship Shilas. They like to read, perhaps, or they like to cook and offer it for Krishna. Do stay, stick with that, and then you will feel again the, 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 the divine reciprocation, and then your whole, uh, let us say, your whole, everything else is uplifted. The flood of bhakti comes, yup, and raises all the ships, your relationship to Japa, your relationship to other devotees, everything. So find out where is it where you can really feel, wow, this I like <coughs> to do this for Krishna. And then uh, everything else will follow. Mm -hmm. Yes, be uh, uh, Krishna. We, we, we have a microphone for you. it's Hare Krishna and have you ever l tried to learn a new language which one English maybe yeah English French mm. I try I want to give an example from French language I tried I was in school 
and I was 10 years with Gorahari. Mm. I know some sentences, I can say some sentences. Mm. And I noticed how in the beginning I have to really consciously translate. I want to say this smell is terrible, for instance. You know, some exhaust fumes in the, in the town. Okay. This un terrible odor. I need to really go word by word to say this smell is terrible. Uh, and translate it, and then the next day I have forgotten it. Or I remember I tried to learn Serbian. I, I will now jump into the car, for instance. Jaska, Uskritzema, Sa Autum. You know, I needed to ask Rada Kripa ten times for this sentence. Then I wrote it down. Now she wrote it down. And then I got out the paper when I wanted to say it. It's called unconscious, it's, it's consciously uh, unable to do it. Uh, and, and, and then you are, you are, sorry, you are conscious that you can't do it. And then you have to practice uh, with all your attention that you're able to do it. There, there is some, we have to look at the Mangala, Mangala channel. There will be this type of information. So you are, Mangala, wie geht das nochmal? Uh, is Mangala here? Yeah. Consciously incompetent, you are conscious that you are incompetent. And then? Consciously competent, you are really, okay, I have to be competent, I really have to concentrate. And then you come to the stage of? Yeah, you come to the unconscious, unconsciously competent. There is something like this. We have to look the Mangalai channel, then we know. Mm -mm. So, um, and this is also with Bhakti like this. First, you are in this stage. Oh, I can't do this. I can't remember Radha when I go Hare Krishna. Maybe I should go to the Nimbaka, Mahamatra, Radha Krishna, Radha Krishna, or Radhi Syam, Radhi Syam, Syam Syam, Radhi Radhi. No? You are consciously uh, conscious that you can't do it. And after some time, if you continue to, continue to practice, you will come to the platform where you can just, you, you just stay with Krishna with the Radha Krishna while you chant. You are in their presence. You feel them. Uh, you, you know that they are there listening and you are not even making a conscious effort. But if you don't make an effort to come out of the unconscious state in which you are at the moment in regards to spiritual truth, then you will never come to this competent uh, level. Do you remember how you read for the first time the philosophy and it did not really make what now? Uh, but, but 
10 pages before? What, what did it say? Oh, no, this, I never learned this. I can never understand it. And now, no problem. Now you can give a lecture even. No, it's, it's in the blood. And I want to encourage you to chant the taste the holy name. It will take a good investment of your time, of your desires. It's not as easy if you want to come to the higher stage of blissful chanting. I think always uh, the first stage which we must do, and, and I'm revisiting this stage in my own chanting, is uh, to bring the mind away from its various thoughts and just bring it into the mantra. Today in the morning I chanted and I was thinking, oh, there was this fantastic magic show and uh, Jai Gopal became a father. <laughs> you remember? And Ambarish had so much money in himself. <laughs> What was it? Euros or what? Uh, uh, what? Euros. Yeah. So many. He just needed to do like this and uh, bang, it came out. And, and I was thinking like this and then I thought, oh, 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 oh. No, this is not good. So I went, I see it like this. Here's the concentrated japa chanting, as I told you, I see in pictures, not in philosophical construct, uh, mental construct. Here is the state of concentration. And from this, my mind has gone now to Maduchanta and uh, Jai Gopal becoming a father and Ambarish having so much money came out, he just needed to pang and boom, from the ear came. So I was there, but then I thought, this is not Krishna consciousness. So I took the thought from these scenes and I just brought it back to the chanting. And then other thoughts came, oh, why did so-and-so not come? Yeah, do we have a difficulty in our relationship, which I'm not aware of? And I became anxious, oh no, oh no. And immediately I noticed, oops, the mind is now in anxiety. Mm -mm. and I brought it from there right to the chanting. I said to myself, I can deal with everything but after the chanting. So whenever the mind goes somewhere, even nice things, nice thoughts, like uh, I was thinking about a nice theater play, I brought it back under the and just listen to the holy name and the holy name then does something. When you are out of your mental cloud, uh, and you are in that place where you're with the holy name, it takes the consciousness somewhere else. This is a basic foundation of knowledge and meditation. You just take the mind out of the thoughts, out of the problems also. The problems only exist in the mind. There are no problems except for the problems which we see in our mind. So you take it out of this cloud and bring it, that's very important, bring it to, in our, when we do mantra meditation, to the mantra, 
and the mantra will do something with the mind and you will feel very relieved after chanting. Oh, I was in the no mind or no material mind uh, 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 zone, you know, no material mind zone. This is the first thing and I think it is very important because if you start to conceptualize Radha is identical with Hari, you will use the material mind and activate the material mind and it can, it will tell you, I can't understand it, uh, this is, uh, this, uh, I could understand it if it's like this, and again you are mentally, uh, you are still on the material platform, with a nice problem, you know, that you, uh, very important, uh, these things, therefore, it's good to understand how to meditate, my dear devotees. Mm. Prabhupada, when he was asked about chanting, uh, what to do with the mind during chanting, he, he said many things, but one thing which is often quoted in our movement is, he said, well, there's a question of the mind, you just hear and chant, you park the mind somewhere, it's, it's not necessary, the mind, at that time, you don't need a mind to chant. <laughs> The mind will become silent if you ch if you don't fuel it with more energy, and then so many nice divine realizations come, which have which are not constructs of the mind. And you are in a real spiritual place. You know, this is one of my deep, deep realization. Many, many years ago, 2005, not many years, 17 years ago or so, I, I was in the mountain Kailash, I took my pilgrimage, and afterwards I was all by myself sitting before Manasa Sarova, and I was chanting. It was the time where I wanted to be in, in, in the good space of Krishna consciousness, peaceful. And I also wanted to rest my, my body and my mind from, from this world. Uh, and this was idea there. Then all of a sudden, I began, uh, a, a thought formed in the mind. Oh, I, I like these black olives which I can buy with this in this Turkish shop. And then the mind said, but he's for sure cheating you, this <laughs> man. <laughs> then from there the mind went to, to this one thing, we to, 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 you know, a, a person who always takes his dog out and the dog passes stool before our temple and I thought about this and I thought why is he so inconsiderate he can go left he doesn't have to go right from his house and do everything before the temple and after more of such highly elevated thoughts <laughs> I began to think oh, hello 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 I I, I I want to be here and, and, and use this is most probably the only time in my life where I'm in such a sacred place 
what is now thinking of black olives what and, and of the, the 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 dog who relieves himself before the door of the temple i mean this is not in my interest i don't want this but but who comes up with these highly elevated thoughts then i understood it's, it's my mind then the next thought i had i can't live with this ordinary mind I, i can't stand myself like this in this models when i'm like this then i thought wait a minute there, there are two people no i and the person i can't stand with so i'm not identical with this and for the first time in my life in krishna consciousness i understood i don't need to believe what this other agent uh, brings up this mind it's it's not me something else it constantly is doing something but it's still not me it's just like the heart bang 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 i am not beating my heart the it happens the heart does it on its own and so on or i'm not consciously breathing not telling myself in and out my breathing happens to me or the circulation of the blood or the digestion of my smoothie in the stomach it happens it's it's separate from me so through proper meditation you learn to disidentify with the mind and then is when spiritual life starts then you have peace and then after some time you can tell your mind what you want him to do you say it's better if you cooperate uh, it is uh, better then then i don't have to fast you for a long time and, and just ignore you we can be, we can cooperate but please don't do your own thing i'm now awakening to my spiritual uh, life i'm no longer i'm tired of following you around you have not you and me our interests are sometimes uh, separate so i'm requesting you to cooperate with me otherwise I'm, i will not follow you any longer don't want to be a slave to you any longer you have tortured me long enough so how a devotee thinks Hare Krishna. I'm telling you a few things. This is a type of talk which we which we do in the meditation book. We have to actually the only small things like this. We made mostly it's very positive and some scientific uh, references are there, so that it's good. I'm feeling the time. Do you also feel it? 10 minutes to 11 scandal is it let me see yeah i would suggest we end here i thank you very much i see gorahari getting ready uh, the purpose of this concluding lecture was moments of bhakti and do these moments of bhakti where you really do something consciously for krishna for his pleasure 
and you will see how this this is bhakti how and is accepted by krishna and how this will influence or goes through all the areas of your life so that you can chant with bhakti you can eat with bhakti you can talk with bhakti you can walk with bhakti what else you can sleep with bhakti everything and you will be uh, will lead a very happy 2030 what is it 23 2023 soon it's 30. <laughs> i thank you very much it was a pleasure to spend this wonderful nityananda teriyodashi and your exalted association thank you for all the preparations which you did preparing this room preparing the pictures preparing prasadam for the devotees um, preparing the, the program coming singing everything I'm, I'm very grateful I have a whole big thing with letters I need to say this is the one time in my in, in the year where I just can't answer every letter personally what I will do however is I will read all the letters and then write one thank you letter where I respond to your gifts to your letters to your words and maybe to some of your thoughts yes I always pray that I uh, also understand what you are thinking so that I can be relevant to your lives uh, so that, that letter will come and will be available in, in the known forums uh, in which we publish things for the for disciples good Srila Prabhupada ki Srisi Gaudi Thai ki Gaura Premanandi <laughs> so this is the last announcement for this festival. We like to thank you. Oh. <laughs> we like to thank you very much for your participation, and also especially to Isolina Sachinandran's family who always bring us so deep into the essence of Krishna consciousness through all the lecture. This all those lectures have to be revisited and retold of. Before you go, there is still a few small things happening today. We noticed that many of you did not breathe enough during the festival because of the situation. So Tarun Krishna will give now a pranayam workshop oh. now after the lecture in the Nandakan room so you can recover whatever you did not breathe if someone of you developed a relationship or went deeper into the relationship with Adam and Mohan, there is a good news, they are ready to come with you home. But in the Canadian form, <laughs> they, are, they are actually soon, no one will be eager for the Canada anymore, because the year is passing, so we 
are happy to give them for small donation, you can get them in the table shop. Uh, today, we will still have a Sunday feast program. That will start from 1 to 3, and we will have the feast after 3. We have Valentini uh, Nataji who will give the lecture for the Sunday feast, and we will have one of our Ukrainian girls giving the dance after the, the lecture. And if you have to leave before, please go to the kitchen. We have uh, uh, plenty of sandwiches for your journey. Uh, yeah, but I can go back with uh, not food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think it's more or less all what I wanted to say. Again, a little thank you for all the work academies. We are not such a big community. We have a small team here who are really working hard to make all that happen. So if you can, take maybe not right now, but later on when you take your last session, pray for, for all of our team so that we can offer a better service to Shila Prabhupada's mission. We very much depend on your blessings, so please think, think of us before you go. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but we have we are in a cave, okay? We have two windows, that's that's good. But we have more than two windows. We have actually more windows in the temple room. And those are windows into the spiritual world. It, they are not framed proper, not yet uh, fully ready, but they were printed beautiful Radhan Krishna pictures of their pastimes, and those are windows into the spiritual world that will be a little bit refined for the for the temple room, having an harmony, and we very much value this point of meditation that Solinas Sachinathan Astronomy was bringing so often into the, into the festival, so that we can actually, uh, it will help us to meditate on our ultimate goal of Radhana uh, Krishna Seva. So we are, just want to thank Shyama and Christian for kindly donating all those, those pictures. And this is also taking us like, yeah, we, we, we take some picture with us for this festival. A picture of what is our ultimate goal, what we want to take with, with us, and that we want to do it in a, with meditation, with full absorption of the consciousness. And thank you, Maharaj, for giving us it's beautiful. After getting so much blessings from the festival, we got a little homework, and this is increasing those moments of party in our life. So thank you all for being here, participating, giving your heart, giving all your strengths, and thank you, Maharaj, for being here. Please come again and again. East, and you can invite them for the Eastern festival. The festival will be also very, very beautiful festival from 6th to 10th April. So I think it's more a retreat, actually. I yeah, made a mistake. Is, yeah. You can say Hari Parshat. Yeah. Hari is very, very empowered and very knowledgeable people will be coming from India just for this, this festival. We'll be here. So please, it will take us a few days until we manage to put it online. But in a few days, it will be there. You can have a look.